Welcome to the What's Up Downtown podcast. I'm Jenna Sawicki. And I'm Nate Wendt. And I'm Laura. Thank you so much for listening and for being a part of the Downtown St. Charles Partnership. We are excited to have Jill Card, the owner of Jeans and a Cute Top Shop, joining, joining us today on the podcast. Without further ado, let's get right into the podcast. Today we are going to be speaking with a downtown business owner, but she is also a mom, a wife, a DACP board member, and a total fashionista which she should be if she wants to continue running Jeans in a Cute Top Shop. Everyone give a warm welcome to Jill Card. Hi, Jill. Aw, thank Yay. you. Thanks, Thanks for being here. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, we're really excited to have you here and having you help us with the, the podcast and getting us started. So let's get started with some questions. So okay. you and, a, and Jeans in a Cute Top Shop have uh, been in St. Charles here for quite a while, right? Yes, correct. So I, um, I opened my first store in downtown Wheaton, and that was in 2009. And it didn't take long for St. Charles, the first street development was starting, and uh, one of the developers came to my store in Wheaton and said, you know, I'd love to get you in on the ground floor. We've got this great thing going on first street. And uh, I was like, oh God, I've only been in business like 10 months. You know, I was still learning what I was doing um, because let me just preface all this by saying, I didn't really know what I was doing. <laughs> I didn't come from retail. This was really just, I was kind of making it up as I went along. But anyway, so I was like, well, okay, I don't know. This sounds kind of exciting. There's a lot going on in St. Charles. I've always loved St. Charles. Grew up in Elgin, so I, you know, so right knew. Next door, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I knew the area. So I jumped on the opportunity. So um, we opened in uh, 2010. And unfortunately, all the plans that were supposed to come together, you know, the more, you know, phase two, phase three, and all that kind of stuff didn't happen and because, out. yes, yes. So, you know, it was a hard time in the economy. Things were happening. Things were changing. And um, you know what? It was okay. We were a destination, and there were days I would look out and be like, anybody out there but tumbleweeds <laughs> but, but yeah it was it, it was a little quiet sometimes but we definitely had to you know get our name out there and we did so anyway so we we stuck it out and um I am so happy to say that we did because so let's see so 2010 and now it's 2018 so you know we got a good eight years under our belt here and I kind of feel like we were the pioneers like I feel like we watched it grow we you know we were part of the ground up with the whole retail mix because St. Charles was never known for retail yeah. you know so um yeah so so eight great years I'm gonna say yeah so just going back to year one Mm -hmm. um, and you said it's obviously a huge transition from, from now. Can you talk, touch a little bit about like the, the difference between then until now? Then until now. Okay, well, honestly, I had to figure out my customer because in Wheaton, I, I knew my customer. You know, that was my downtown. I live in Wheaton, had been there for 20 years, and um, I knew who was pretty much walking in the door and walking around the downtown. Yeah. Okay, St. Charles, we didn't know who the customer was. We thought we did. You know, we thought, oh, it's it's going to be a lot like Wheaton. It's going to be the same. And and um, so it, it took a while to kind of figure out, you know, who was who was coming downtown because we had to we had to draw our audience downtown. So we really had to drive that and um, so we did a lot of marketing and a lot of mailing and a lot of and I don't, we didn't even have emails back then. 
I don't think we did. E we didn't have an email list. We didn't have a Facebook presence. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, we were old-fashioned. Mm -hmm. <laughs> lots of word of mouth. Yeah. Yeah, yes, lots of that. Lots of that. So, yeah. So, I would say the, you know, the customer, I, I think we kind of have it figured out now. Yeah. But it keeps changing, you yeah. know, <laughs> as it should. Can you tell us a little bit about the assortment of clothing that you offer? Absolutely. Okay. So, I always say that we throw a wide net. Okay, so what I wanna make sure is when you walk in the door, um, there's a large variety, and I wanna appeal to a lot of budgets, a lot of styles, a lot of ages, um, and I know I can't be everything to everyone, I understand that, but um, I just think it's Im important to have a lot of choices. You know, fashion is out there, okay? Fashion is what we all see. That is just four times a year, designers bring us fashion, okay? Style is what we make our own. So I figured out when I first opened that really the mission of Jeans in a Cute Top Shop is to help women find their style, okay? Because awesome. the fashion is out there. You can go anywhere and find your fashion, okay? Um, so, you know, for example, 10 years ago when I opened, nine and a half years ago when I opened, um, skinny jeans. Only teenagers were wearing those. It was just in high school. And I remember my reps were like, oh, you got to get the skinny jeans. You got to get the skinny jeans. I'm like, no way. I won't wear skinny jeans. So I'm not going to sell, sell skinny jeans, you know. So time went on, and I, I did bring some in. And, of course, they went to the sale rack. Nobody bought them. I mean, I could not sell them to save my life. Today, skinny jeans are my number one selling body of denim. But, um, but back then, nobody knew what to do with them. Yeah. Okay, so then I found a rep that sold some nicely priced boots, tall boots. Okay, suddenly I'm putting customers in the dressing room with a pair of skinnies and a pair of tall boots. And then they'd come out and be like, oh, this is what you do with I, them. I get it. I get it now. Yes. <laughs> and so like this, this like intimidating piece of fashion suddenly became wearable because we were like here this is how we're doing it like we figured this out and give it a try you might be comfortable with this and so that's kind of where my wheels then started turning I'm like okay this is this is where we're at this is what we're doing so I don't have to pretend to be something else because I'll be honest fashion things come out I look at them and I go oh, I'm not sure what to do I gotta figure that one out yeah. you know before I can really sell it I, I gotta find a way to make that wearable you know so back to your question about the assortment I try to stay on trend I I try to you know have classic pieces that are going to stand the test of time but you know you also have to have that little fun thing that's that's hot for the season the other thing I like to say is if you go into like Nordstrom or Von Mauer and you get to that point where you're like I don't even know what department to go into come see us yeah. at Jeans and a Cute Top Shop our assortment we kind of take pieces from a lot of departments and put them together, and then we help you find your style. So much less so. In intimidating. Yes. Right? So you can just come to your store. You know you're going to get a friendly face. And yes. Suggestions, or if you're looking for like for something very specific, like I need something blue. Yes. Like, well, here's seven. There you go. Shots. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which I do like to stock the school colors during football yeah. season. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, you got. Yeah, you got to have some orange. You got to have some whatever the school, you know, yeah, whatever's going on in each town. And to go back yeah. to your skinny jeans, like I remember when skinny jeans first came out, and I remember very adamantly being, I will never wear skinny right? jeans. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny you telling that story because I was like, oh, I literally went through that same process. Yeah. Now I only own skinny jeans. Sure. I don't even have any other pair of jeans except for right, right. jeans. And yeah. so 
Right. Now when the trends are starting to look like changing, I'm like, well, what? what, what now I only have skinny jeans. Right. I mean, I remember when skinny jeans came out, it was like all skater guys was yes. like wearing those. And I was like, I don't want to be like those guys. Right. So I'm not, I'm not right. going anywhere near them. Right. But that now, is so true. I feel true. like now it's a bit more socially acceptable to wear. It is. Yeah. It is. And see, and we're really fortunate living in the Midwest when it comes to fashion, okay? Because the coast set the trends. So you're going to get all the hot new stuff coming out of New York or coming out of LA, okay? We are so fortunate. We're in the Midwest, so we get to look. We get to go, what are they doing over there? And what are they doing over there? And then we get to pick. And then we choose what we're comfortable with in the Midwest, what works for us. And skinny jeans made perfect sense because of cold weather and boots and snow and all that kind of stuff. It was like brilliant. Yeah. You know, we should be tucking, you know, jeans and boots. Um, so, yeah, so the Midwest, we get a little delayed. I'm not going to say behind, but we get to be, you know, we don't have to set the trend. We can pick the trend we want, and then we get to hold on to it forever. Yeah. <laughs> or you guys get to, like, combine the trends. You can take yeah. the both yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I always say that men's fashion usually stops whenever they peak in life. Ooh. So Ooh, good, <laughs> good. Oh, that's, that's a good one. So, I, so like, I'm, I'm, and I also assume I'm sort of like that. So I'm assuming I will, will wear skinny jeans and boots for, forever, forever. But then, <laughs> I don't think so. I, I think, think we're gonna, peaks. we're gonna get. Yeah. You're gonna wear these ruffle pants yeah, that I got on today. Pants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just got some <laughs> ruffle pants on, and I'm, I'm we're, we're all eyeing them. Yes, yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna teach you all how to wear ruffle pants. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Jill, you talked a little bit about understanding your customer in Wheaton. Mm -hmm. What would you say is the demographic for St. Charles in your store? Mm. Okay, well, I think we are now getting to that point where it's the customer we thought we had when we first opened. Now she really is coming in. And who is she? Um, she's the younger... Younger she's mindset, maybe? Younger mindset. I'm not going to say... Yeah, yeah, good point. <laughs> good point. Um, well, yeah, and, and I think it is... It's, it's very much that person that... Um, doesn't want to dress like her daughter, but still wants to be in style and on trend, and doesn't want to send her daughter out with all this cute stuff and then be all frumpy, you know? Yeah, right. So I feel like that customer has figured out that's what we have. So when we first opened, that was what I was trying to appeal to, but it turned out I really had more the lunch crowd, the older women coming in because they would go to lunch and they'd then just be like, oh, we were, you know, just walking to our car, so here we are. You know, they didn't come just to, you know, see jeans and a cute top. They didn't even know we were there. Um, so now that we've kind of put the word out there what we do and what we have, I feel like that's that's our girl, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm 52, so I started this when I was 42. So my, in my demographics, I always say I'm like, you know, 35 to 60 but you know I'm the buyer now as the buyer gets older I think I'm gonna have to stretch those parameters you know yes. <laughs> yes. of course we're all getting younger you know our mindset yeah. I think is getting younger we don't dress like our parents did you know when they were no. our age no. so it's um yeah we can still have a lot of fun with fashion we got a long time with that so you're a board member with mm -hmm. the downtown St. Charles partnership what made you want to get involved oh my gosh well this town is on fire. Who doesn't want to be I hope involved? It's not on fire. We put it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it is well, like I said, I I felt a bit of a pioneer coming in yeah. here and uh, watched it turn into this really exciting, lively, energetic community. And it was a little 
old and tired when I first got here. You know, there just really wasn't a lot. Of, there was there was. We used to be an antiques community. Yeah. We're not. You know, we're obviously not that anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And um, so yeah, it was a little. It was a little stuffier, older. Yeah. Yeah. And um, but I was part of all that rebranding that mm-hmm. you know downtown St. Charles did, and um, you know some of the focus groups and just. I just, it's amazing to me how this town can embrace their history and then still welcome and embrace fresh new ideas. Like, that's amazing to me how they, they can, those two can, yeah. <laughs> can live in harmony yeah. here, you yeah. know, because it's yeah. not just about, oh, only history, you know, this is how we used to do it, this is how it is, this is tradition. I mean, there is that in St. Charles, of course, but like sitting on the board, it's amazing how, you know, everybody around the boardroom table is thrilled when new ideas come out. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just did a sidewalk sale a couple of weeks ago, and not that that's a new idea, but for St. Charles, it kind of is. You know, yeah. you guys have never had a downtown sidewalk sale because there wasn't a lot of retail here. There was a lot of the board members that were like, oh, my gosh, that's awesome. Finally, a sidewalk sale. You yeah. know, okay, now, <laughs> granted, we were small but mighty. It was just me and Chic Boutique (laughs) next door. So it was only two stores, but it's like, that's the start, you know? That's how it begins. And we had a blast. Oh, my God, we had a bubble machine out there and sidewalk chalk. I thought that was brilliant on the part of my manager. Oh, my gosh. She brought the sidewalk chalk Mm -hmm. for the kids. So it was like, okay, we're doing that in every town next year for sidewalk sale. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, So, Jill, how do you balance being a mom a board member, a business owner of <laughs> numerous locations, and all that you do? Oh, I get asked that a lot. And I've never really come up with the perfect answer. It's really hard. <laughs> it's really, really hard. Um, well, you know, it's hard. When you spread yourself thin, obviously something has to give. So you're not giving your all in, in, in some areas. So I just do my best, you know. I, I Every day I wake up very optimistic. I always think I'm going to help somebody do something, change something. You know, I, I, I don't get a lot of sleep. Um, <laughs> there's only a few, little time for, you know, a couple hours each night. But, you know, I'm just, I'm all about the positivity. And, um, you know, you got two choices when you wake up in the morning, you know, and, you know, you can either make it a great day or, or not. Yeah. And, you know, you don't want to waste your days. So you are um, very positive, I must say. And you're very glass half full. Person. I am. I am. And you also have a very magnetic personality. So oh, I think well, thank you. that that helps balance. It does, because I have amazing help around me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I do try to surround myself with high energy people. You know, I don't like to be around people that bring my energy down because that's that gets in my way of, <laughs> I got things to do, yeah. you know. And uh, so, yeah, so as a result, my entire staff, and Laura knows she works for me on the weekends sometimes. I wish I could have her more, but I can't steal her away from the partnership. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just her little fun little hobby job once in a while. Um, but, yeah, but, I mean, they, I have amazing women that all, we all share the same vision, and we all want to make this work. We all want to keep evolving with the times because it's retail. Oh, my gosh, we're going through. It, there was a retail apocalypse. I know people try yeah. to spin it like it's the retail renaissance, and I'm going to go with that. Yeah. I'm going with that. But um, there's been a lot of changes. It's not, you know, you can't, you got to keep your foot on the gas. Yeah. So, but anyway, but I, I have really amazing 
women around me that I saw. Yeah, I couldn't do walking, what I do without them. Walking into your store, I mean, they're just the friendliest staff. Oh, I mean, it is an experience. You. I mean, they say that's like the most important thing right now for the shopping trend is if, if you want an experience. Yes. You don't want to just buy, I can buy a shirt anywhere, but I right. want to go in and talk to someone about the shirt, know where the shirt's from, and maybe the, there's a cool story behind that brand. And, Absolutely. Um, you get that experience when you go into Jeannie's Gift Top Shop, for sure. Good. That's the goal. Yes. That is the goal. And all my girls know that. They they carry through with that every day. Mm-hmm. They Love do. it. We're going to take a short break here real quick. We'll be, we'll be right back after these messages. Hello, everyone. This is Nate Went bringing you the break between the podcast. We wanted to take this time to thank all the businesses that took part in Jazz Weekend, as well as the event sponsors. We also want to give a huge thank you to Sterling Bank for being the presenting sponsor this year. If you want to be like Jill and come on the show, please let us know at info at downtownstcharles.org. We would love to have any St. Charles businesses. DSCP volunteers, anyone who works for the city of St. Charles, or anyone involved with DSCP events, come on and share their thoughts with us. Also, if the podcast isn't enough St. Charles information for you, we have just the thing you're craving. Our What's Up Downtown newsletter is another great way to learn more about events and promotions going on throughout St. Charles downtown. That's all we have for the break, so let's get right back into the podcast. Let's also talk about your location right on First Street. You know, how, how have you liked it there? Uh, you know, the, the construction probably has made things a little tough, but, you know, still persevere through that, right? Yes, for sure. So construction always adds in that extra challenging element, and I seem to go through that in all of my towns. And, uh, you know, you do. You just get through it. But I love the First Street location. I think it is fantastic. I love that you can pull up and park and I feel like we've got the parking under control now where people do come and go all day long you know we don't have that problem where a car will just sit there for eight hours you know Um, so we've we've figured that out and so there's always a space going so I oftentimes I hear a customer will come in and say oh there was a spot so I stop you know and it's like that's important I hear that in all three of my towns you know Um, having that parking available Um, So that's huge. Just, again, I feel like I'm surrounded by a lot of energy on First Street. And First Street is that, I I feel like a lot of eyes, all eyes are on First Street. You know, Mm -hmm. there's good stuff coming out of there, Mm -hmm. more to come. Keep watching First Street. Yeah, I feel very um, excited. You know, I'm like, yes, I I did land in the right spot, even though there were years I questioned it. It seems like a lot of the businesses that are on First Street, uh, have a, like a very similar demographic mm-hmm. the same way I do I do absolutely yeah the the salon the store next to me um, the restaurants yeah and then now we've got the Pilates studio yeah we're getting a really nice mix you can park and actually have a reason to stay for a little while where it used to be you'd park you'd go in you'd yeah, be done right. that was it right. that was all there was to do right with the Pilates studio across the street, a lot of the women come before or after. Mm-hmm. They do. Which has really helped. Yeah, for sure. And then they go have brunch. Right. And then they go have brunch. Yes, <laughs> yes. I know. Or they have wine. Or they have wine. Yes. Or they or, have chocolate or they at have Kilwins. Chocolate. 
So I'm interested in. Right, there's a, yeah, there's a lot of lot of vices you can, yeah. <laughs> you can entertain. So yeah, now that fall's coming up, it's a big time of the year for fashion. So how can people get in touch with you, or what are your hours to come in and uh, you know explore some different uh, fashion? Sure, you got it. We are open seven days a week, so we do not close. Um, yeah, so even Sundays. Um, so Mondays we are 10 to 5. That's our little bit shorter day, but it's always worth opening on a Monday. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, we're 10 to 6. Thursdays are late night. We stay open until 7. Um, Saturdays we're 10 to 5. And then Sundays we love getting that traffic from brunch cafe um they open early and the line is early that place is so wonderful there's always a wait to get in there so we now open at uh 10 o'clock on sundays so we we like to help out we like Mm -hmm. to give those folks something to do while they're waiting in line we thought that was you know kind of nice of us you know (laughs) yeah go right across the street or get some t-shirts and stuff exactly we're come right back for breakfast exactly or you know if weather isn't great sure come dry off come cool off (laughs) yeah Yeah, all part of the evil plan And then um, where do you get, where do you put most of your promotions? Um, How can people find out about that? Sure. Okay, so we have a really big Facebook presence. So I definitely recommend following us on Facebook because that's going to be the most current. Um, Instagram as well. We are building our Instagram. I have a gal that helps me do some of these posts because I was doing it myself for many years. And, you know, you got to get somebody younger and more savvy with all that techie stuff. And uh, so I've got a wonderful girl that, that does this for me. Anyway, so follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Um, our website is actually being re- redone right now. So there's really nothing to see on the website at the moment. But it's going to be fantastic. Um, it's going to have all of our events. It's going to be very, um, it's going to be very updated. But, um, but yeah, I would say mostly that. Get on our email list. I send out email blasts just a couple a month. I'm never going to bombard the customers, and I guarantee that when I ask if you want to share an email, I write every single email. I do every one. So. Obviously, I don't have a lot of time to waste your time. So if I don't have anything to say, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna even bother to put one together. So, right. so you got to know if you get an email from us from Jeans at a Cute Top Shop, we we got something going on. Yeah, it's worth opening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's something to talk about. So, so those are really the best ways. Thank you, Jill, for coming on the show today, and to all of our listeners, we hope to catch you next time on What's Up Downtown. Downtown.